hello, hello, and welcome back. Episode 68. We are getting so close to our magical 69th episode. One week. I feel like that's what everyone's been waiting for is to get to 69. Everyone's going to stop listening after that, which honestly can't even be mad about that. That's fair. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's going to be great. We've got, got some good stuff planned for the 69th big blowout episode. Um, got stories that have, you know, been deep in the archives for a while, but I think, think y'all are finally ready for them, you know? Yeah. Yeah. We were just talking what we're doing. So yeah, it may not be what you want, but it's what you need. So it'll, it'll be good. I feel like that's what 69 is, is like, yeah, theoretically sounds great. But it yes. never turns out great. No, the expectation versus reality on 69 is it's a stark divide. Yeah. yeah you, <laughs> you literally just get like asshole smell. Like that's what you end up with. You yeah, your nose is in an asshole. Um and then no matter how you try to do it, there's like just genitalia like in your face, but like not in a good way. Um mm-hmm. And like, if you try to flip it around and get fancy with it, then like as a girl, a lot of times you just have balls in your face and like, that's horrifying, you know? So it's rough all around. Um, not a like myself. Inevitably, like after a minute or two, someone will stop doing whatever they're doing. So then yeah. it's just you yeah. doing the thing. And then yeah. it's like, oh, someone taps sucks. out early. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to say that it's definitely me from personal experience or anything, but like someone... <laughs> will say (laughs) decides like "Mm, think we're good here (laughs) damn yeah well um it's it's been a fucking day my dude like it has really i've been through the ringer um thomas had a little uh little eye crisis so i spent some quality time at the uh, emergency vet clinic today and now he's wandering around in a cone looking real sad so that's where we're at um and then uh, Brie the dog, friend of the pod, um, you know, daughter of Kim and Matt, friends of the pod. Um, she's actually coming to stay with us for a few days. So as if she's not going to be traumatized enough by Thomas, like aggressively wanting to be friends with her. Now Thomas is just going to be like bumping her with his cone and she's going to be like, Jesus, get away from me. So that should be entertaining <laughs> for the next few days. <laughs> That sounds entertaining. Yeah, yeah, it's a good time. <laughs> I went to a uh, my first professional soccer game yesterday. How was that? I loved it, honestly. It's like real cheap, um, and people are really committed to it. I have no idea what's going on, but like I, I truly have yeah. fun because everyone else is having a great time. Dude, people get so into it. That's the thing. Um, I mean, worldwide, isn't it like the number one sport? Like we're just yeah. the only weirdos who like aren't into it, basically. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like I went to in seat in Kansas City. There's like a twenty thousand stadium, and it was packed. Like while simultaneously, like a Kansas City Chiefs game was going on too. Oh shit! So, it's not even like that was the only sporting event that day. Exactly. So yeah. like the number one sporting Kansas City is like taking place, but people still came out. So I was like, oh damn! Like we got some diehard fans then, because like even just like the casual bros were like, nah, we're we're doing it. Yeah. No. I mean, I'm open to anything that's like not the NFL, honestly, because it's a horrible organization on like every level. So I feel like I could get behind soccer if that were a thing. I don't know. Maybe is there soccer here? I have no idea. I don't know. I don't think we I have, know you have the LA galaxy, which is like one of the best. Um, yeah, so I'm sure LA. you have something. I'm not going to fucking LA for that shit. Um, I'm not going to LA for any bullshit, but 
yeah i mean i don't know we don't really have like pro sports in san diego we did and like they're gone like we have the padres who are just so sad and that's i think the uh, (laughs) full extent of it so truly the saddest (laughs) yeah you can tell i'm a real big sports fan i'm like what do we even have i don't know (laughs) so you have the san diego loyals what what is that it's a soccer team like minor league soccer is that a thing i don't don't know know. let me look i have no idea (laughs) why does soccer have the shittiest names too they have the worst name i know it's like you know the the sparkly sparkly moon rays and stuff like i just feel like or 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 it's some weird word well here's the thing is like they whenever i was at the game yesterday so the team name is sporting kansas city which is dumb um yeah and then so they told us that the name used to be the wizards and i was like well why the fuck did you change it the wizards is a great name they do magic they like fight balrogs like i I mean mean, i don't know it's because of the dc wizards right no like they were they were the wizards for a bit plus i mean like different teams like different sports have like similar mascots like cardinals or like football and a baseball um so apparently no um the loyals are in the same league as the tulsa soccer team nice so yeah it's not professional professional i guess we do have like um i don't know what you call it minor league like um like hockey here the san diego sounds fun yeah the san diego goals those games are lit like they are amazing like you got cheap beer cheap hot dogs like everyone's just there to like have a good time because come on it's like minor league hockey or whatever so it's just yeah that's a good time (laughs) yeah no we were looking it up because there's this like part of the stadium that's like called the cauldron okay amazing so uh they that's a leftover from the wizards i guess so and i I I kind of love it i'm glad they didn't change the name yeah it's even more mysterious that you don't know where it comes from like no relation to the team To become a member, it's like 30 bucks. You get a scarf, one. And two, they give you free beer whenever you can like come to games. What? And I was like, Sign well, me fuck. up. I was like, scarf and free beer. This is the greatest experience of my life. I want to do this. Damn. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that sounds amazing. Like, who wouldn't sign up for that? No, I'm like, I'm going to be a soccer nerd because of the free beer and the scarf. Yeah. I, I get that. So you're you're a soccer fan now, or or, or football, as I guess. <laughs> Can you be douchey about it and call it football and be like, oh no, not the American kind. It's the football. <laughs> yes, you know it's different. Um, well, that's amazing. I I mean, I also think that like just like soccer now is like the U.S. is finally getting on board, literally because of Ted Lasso. Like I feel like there's yeah. been like. A whole soccer renaissance based on like that show alone because everyone's so up that show's ass like hold I, on I let me it. find the dude also like we're going thirst a little bit early but there's a dude on the casey team that my girlfriend's been in love with for like eight years okay. uh and he is very hot a deep like, thirst i like that <clears throat> truly i saw him and i was like "Ooh, are there a bunch of like hot dudes on this team literally no one else i was like feeling it at all <laughs> oh like, never mind <laughs> <laughs> But him, though, like, she was Because maybe that's part of the appeal then, you know? But no, there's just one. It's a bummer. Yeah, but he was, like, he, he, he's, like, a 10 out of 10, though. So hold on. Let me let me find his uh, name, and I'll send him to you, because uh, it made me 
laugh just like how attractive this dude was out of everything damn daddy right okay i'm sorry i didn't know soccer players looked like that right well i always hear about like the david beckhams and shit and i never was most of the soccer players that people are into i like don't get at all i'm like i really don't see the appeal like i don't find them attractive like what's that one that's like the number one in the world or whatever you know the one ronaldo yeah i don't think he's attractive at all i literally don't understand um but damn is he not like legit just like hot as fuck like i saw him and i was like she was like, I want to bang him. And I was like, no, if you can, like, go bang him. Yeah, like, you're I like, yes, shit. I support you. Like, do it. <laughs> like, can I watch? Like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Just, like, take a video for later. Like, I don't even have to be in the room. Like... <laughs> yeah, no, he's really hot. Like, he looks like a, like, just a shredded lumberjack. Which is not the vibe you think of from, like, soccer player. But I love that. No, I know. That's what I liked about it. Because all the other dudes were like super like clean shaven and all that stuff. We'll post yeah. the photo on, online. Peter yeah, we'll, Burmese, we'll, I think is the dude's we'll, name. But, we'll post yeah. on the Insta. Don't worry, fam. Um, we'll share this. But damn, that's amazing. Okay. Wow. Um, yeah. I mean, I have nothing else to say on the matter. You shut it down on that. That's amazing. I know. Um, I was surprised too. Because I was like, that's like one thing like I know people always like complain about women's soccer and I'm like now nah, there's some hot like female soccer players that I see on like when they do like the Olympics and like World Cup and shit yeah. but like that dude I haven't seen it on the dude and that dude I was like nah 100% you are like so right on him yeah wow so they're few and far between but like when they are they're really fucking hot mm-hmm. damn I know I just saw an ad for Casey Jazz Ambassadors and I was like oh, is it for like people that own dogs named jazz it is certainly not because no one else is on my brain frankly that is such a specific demographic no one else is in that demographic i'm sorry (laughs) okay i'm leaving this part in the edit (laughs) i I thought i was getting i thought i was getting really specific like facebook targeted they they do be specific though sometimes they do that's why i was like okay damn okay damn called out like no sometimes you do get ads though where you're like damn that's a little too real like put that away facebook stop listening to me (laughs) god damn well anyway um (sighs) yeah i mean hot soccer players that i love it um should we get into some stories yeah let's do it cool um i'm up first and we're starting off with a bang the title is silver bear in ace hardware oh that is a bang (laughs) bang bang (laughs) bang bang skeet skeet motherfucker yeah um okay and it's in hillcrest which is of course the uh like the gay neighborhood of san diego you teased me about why i might be buying rope and clothespins i made my purchase and thought about those steely blue eyes on the drive home the answer is yes please what was the question (laughs) There, there was no question is the thing but whatever this guy is giving he's saying yes <laughs> is it a guy is it a girl i think <clears throat> i think it's two dudes just because of the location and the the use of the term silver bear no one yeah also use that terminology no woman would be like oh he wants to tie me up fuck yeah like yeah no woman is going into a hardware store being like haha see you buying some rope there am i right like no woman's mm -hmm. doing that i'm sorry 
the horniest lady in the world is not doing that. That's just not our forte. <laughs> yeah, that's how you get killed. No, that's literally how you get murdered. Yeah. Um, so no, there's definitely two dudes. Um, but yeah, I just love the enthusiastic. Yes. That he's like, Hey, whatever you want to do to me, like tie me up, use clothespins. Like I'm down. I'm in. I love it. I hope they do find each other. I hope the silver bear sees this. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like it's a good shot. Like, sounds like some decent flirting. For it once. sounds specific enough that, like, if they do read this, they'll be like, "Oh shit, that was me." You know? Yeah. Like, like they did have an interaction. It, it's not like out of the blue. Unless this creepy hardware store dude is just like doing it to everybody. Oh my god! What if everyone who comes in, like, who buys anything at the hardware store, he's just standing there, like, "Ha ha, saw what you're buying," but it's like something super boring. Like, it's something that, like, in no way could be construed sexually. <laughs> He gets like some plunger. He gets some like black spray paint. He's like, I want to spray paint your butthole. And you're like, did I? Did anyone ask for this? Did someone need this? Yes. I feel like there's a lot of just like hilariously bad innuendos you can make at a hardware store. Yeah, it's pretty much nonstop. But the people will just be like, wait, what? (laughs) What do you want to do to me? (laughs) Oh man. Yep awesome what's your first one am i the asshole for telling my sister-in-law her friend is no longer allowed over because she wears revealing clothes around my husband oh interesting yeah it it goes to some weird places okay i'm in i'm intrigued on a number of levels i want to know how revealing and then i just want to know more about the dynamics of this situation so yeah let's get into it do you have an initial impression based on the headline of asshole or not asshole so i i am of the idea that like women should never be blamed for wearing whatever the fuck they want and if it's a problem for like this woman then like she doesn't trust her man and like that's her own issue or whatever now if her man is like initiating it or like the one like openly ogling this lady or something then like he is also the asshole but i i don't think that the person is the ass wait who's writing it who sorry who the wife the wife is the wife is saying that the friend can't come over yeah um i agree with you 100 percent. okay so the wife is the asshole i think i answered the question wrong but my yeah. my sentiment is the same like i i don't think this girl should not be allowed to come over for wearing whatever she wants like that's her choice like that's yeah i agree with you based on the headline the story goes into some interesting places so we will proceed excellent so she's a 23 years old has a husband 24 i already don't like it it's too young yeah they're pretty young (laughs) they're pretty young yeah i think that that automatically is like already playing into it like i get the vibes more now all right he has a sister 25 who's extremely close to me and her have gotten really along really well since my husband first introduced me to her, and I actually consider her my sister. Recently, she started living with us. She was supposed to get married to her fiance, but last second, he canceled the wedding, and she had nowhere to live since he was her support system financially. We took her in while she got back up on her feet. Well, since she lives with us, we, are, we allow her to bring over her friends. One friend, 24, in particular, sleeps over a lot. I don't really mind since sister-in-law's room is in the attic and her friend doesn't really come out of her room often. I have noticed though that when my husband is out, she comes out of the attic and she would wear big hoodies with long baggy pants. But as soon as my husband comes back, she'll go back upstairs to the attic and come back wearing booty shorts and basically transparent shirt, which shows everything. 
I thought I was overreacting and didn't do anything about it. But the other day, my husband came to me shaking. When I asked him what was wrong, he basically cried to me and he felt extremely uncomfortable and angry. When I asked for a reason, he said that every time the sister-in-law's friend comes over, she literally flirts nonstop with him when no one is around. Once apparently she even took off her, her pants and when he told her not to, she said that she just needed some air. The reason why he was so upset this time was because a few minutes earlier, she tried to grab his hand. My husband hates physical touch with anyone he's not comfortable with, hence this was a breaking point for him. After a long discussion between us two, we told the sister-in-law how we didn't want her friend over anymore because she was making us both uncomfortable. Sister-in-law freaked out saying that it wasn't her, it was her friend's fault that my husband was attracted to her and started saying we were both some sexist assholes. I feel really bad, honestly. I'm a big woman activist and this has really made me feel like a sexist woman. Also, sister-in-law refuses to look at me now and I'm scared our relationship is ruined. I also feel bad because I know sister-in-law's friend was a big support system for her during these hard times, and I might have taken that away from her. So that's the end of it. What do you think now? Damn, okay. I mean, it did go to some unexpected places, and I do now feel like she is more not the asshole for, like, Oh, like 100%. Basically, she mislabeled the title and said, am I the asshole because, like, my sister's friend is, like, sexually harassing It's, like, literally sexually harassing my husband. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's the more accurate title. Like, I just feel bad for the husband. Yeah. Like, if he's, like, legit, like, upset and coming, like, crying to her about this, like, yeah, poor, like, poor guy. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I don't think she's in the wrong here. I think that's fair, but I just wish it, like, hadn't gotten to that, you know? Like, I just wonder, like, are they gonna... Did anyone talk to this friend or the the sister and friend or whatever about like why you can't be here and what you did wrong? Like, does is anyone like exploring this further? Like, I don't know. I feel like that's like a weird like cry for help situation, kind of. Like, I just think like this girl needs like some sort of outlet or like some therapy or something. I don't know. Like something's going on. Yeah, I feel like honestly, the like husband should have just talked with his own sister and been like, hey, this happened. It made me uncomfortable. I don't really want her around here. And I think yeah. that like would have been gone over a lot better than the like wife saying like we're both uncomfortable. Cause like, yeah. yeah, I think the issue is more about the husband than really like her in this situation. Yeah, I feel like he should have directly like deflected it and been like, hey what you're doing is not okay like need you to stop or you can't come here anymore like like he doesn't feel comfortable talking to the friend like talk to his own sister like yeah so yeah but damn no that went in an unexpected direction though so that was a fun one i know it was interesting especially when i read it i was like "Ooh, we're going to some interesting places Ah, i like that all right my next one is one i think we can all relate to the title is thinking too much send help Can someone please help me? I have been alone with my thoughts for too long and they are turning dark. How do I stop the overthinking? Mostly (laughs) fear-based. That's it. (laughs) But goddamn, (laughs) that hits close to home. (laughs) I like that someone was just like, yo, I'm going to call on Craigslist Misconnection. I love that that was their outlet for this like chosen thing. But like, oh my God, I'm just like, oh feel you there my my dude like (laughs) do you ever uh the movie fight club the uh lady and the cancer uh support group yeah just like yo i want to get laid i feel like 
this is like that person of just like I'm gonna die I want to get laid I'm not really sure like where my priorities are oh man yes (laughs) yes classic scenario kind of like finding the wrong outlet for something but you know hey all right we've all been there I guess alone with our thoughts for a little too long (laughs) Mm -hmm. be relatable (laughs) what's your next one all right here's another interesting headline that we go to some interesting places after I say it Okay, I'm ready. Am I the a- asshole for abandoning my son and refusing to collect him after my ex told me to? Oh, wow. Okay. Gonna need a lot more detail. <laughs> right. Automatically, you're like, asshole. Asshole, like, but like, also, I feel like there's got to be more going on here. There is. Because and... the fact that he's asking if he's an asshole leads me to believe that there's like more to the story because if you were actually that much of a scumbag and just did that you wouldn't be questioning it also plot twist it's a she what yeah well i'm sorry number one yeah okay i'm sorry that was really you know heteronormative and gendered of me to assume that it was a man leaving the child i'm sorry that's on me but yeah please tell us one movie you ought to see. Uh, did you ever see the Spider-Man animated movie Into the Spider-Verse? No, I never saw it. It's very funny. So um, uh, Jake Johnson plays uh, like Peter Parker Spider-Man. Okay. And in there, he's like, they're about to go see Doc Ock. And then uh, the like younger Spider-Man's like, oh no, she's a woman. He's like, all right, new plan. I'm going to examine my gender biases and then we can... <laughs> <laughs> That's me, though. I'm like, I am so sorry. Like, I'm, that's something I need to work on. <laughs> like, damn, I do. Although I actually, okay, it's really funny. Little little sidebar here. Um, at the at the emergency vet today, because Thomas had a little crisis, you know. Um, the the vet comes out to give me the um, the discharge paperwork or whatever. She's like, yeah, and um. And so we're going to, we have you scheduled for a recheck with Dr. Cooper in a week, um, you know, to get his eye looked at again. And she's like, yeah, so you'll meet with him next week. And I was like, Dr. Cooper's actually a, a woman, just so you know. And she was like, oh, okay. Like, <laughs> I was like, excuse you, because we actually, Dr. Cooper is like our eye specialist, like we've been to her before. So like, and like, I, I know she's a lady, but I was just like, excuse you for assuming that Dr. Cooper was a man. <laughs> like, <laughs> she is a skilled lady vet. Thank you. <laughs> like, <laughs> she is wonderful and beautiful. And yes, fuck you. stunning and brave. <laughs> anyway, carry on. All right. I have a four-year-old son with my ex-husband. And we've been in the middle of a divorce since our son was one. My ex has made suddenly the divorce and deciding custody on our son hell for me, both financially and emotionally. I finally reached my boiling point two months ago when I realized how bad my finances are at the moment and the fact that I would need to stop the divorce and move to an even cheaper but dangerous area just to survive at this point. I don't want my son to have to live there too, so I decided that the next time my ex was in the country, I would take my son and leave him with his dad since he wants custody so badly. My ex assumed it was just for the day, but when I didn't come to pick him up in the evening and I wasn't home when he tried dropping him off, he started texting and calling me nonstop telling me I needed to come collect our son since he didn't have his nanny there and he was very busy. I ignored him for over a week until he started threatening to have someone come and find me. We have a conversation where my ex is asking me what type of mother just ups and abandons her child like that, like I had done. 
He wanted to know where I was and wanted to know when I was going to come back. When I told him I wasn't, he told me he had learned his lesson and needed to stop punishing our son to make a point. I told him I wouldn't come back because my ex was right. He had the money to give our son a better life, so he had won. He asked me what he was supposed to tell our son, and I told him he should tell him the truth, that his dad likes to bully people with his money and make it me have to go away. He got really angry and told me not to play games and that, would, that we would go back to our old financial agreement that we had before I filed for divorce if I would just come back. Am I the asshole? Okay, this is... I feel like she she's coming at it with like, I want to say good intentions, but she's going about it like all wrong. Like <laughs> just, oh, that's messy. So I am in the uh, camp that she is not the asshole. Okay. So I actually think that she's not the asshole uh, because one, divorces are messy. So like, I feel like we haven't been in one, so we don't know, especially I was reading through the comments and it's just like, yeah, like he's been playing like manipulative ass games for the past like three years. So like, we basically like kind of get her mindset of just like, you know what, fuck it. If you want to like take him, even though like she knows in the back of her brain, like he doesn't want him. He's just like, wants to like play stupid ass games. And like, if he actually like has to be with our son, then like, it's not going to go well. So like, yeah, like I think it's like a messy game and you don't really want to play games with your son. But I feel like in like, this very specific instance and like sometimes you kind of have to do this like I think she's right to a degree yeah I feel like she definitely made her point that like hey like you say you want him like full-time or whatever like here you go like yeah and I feel like I've heard of that happening like in other you know messy divorces where the woman's like oh you want custody so bad great take him they're yours like you know um like I feel like uh uh what's her name I mean like she was crazy but on some level I get it um Betty Broderick if you followed that case like she did that to you know Dan Broderick or whatever she would like just like dump the kids at his place and be like oh yeah you want like joint custody or whatever so much like great here you go like (laughs) she would just like drop the kids off (laughs) there's actually a pretty funny story of um oh let's see so it's Donald Trump's first wife um he was watching Don Jr. And so he called her, he's like, I'm not going to pay you anymore. And I'm like, going to take the kids full time. And she was like, great, good to hear it. And then like, she just like hung up the phone. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> and then he calls back like five minutes later and just like, that was a lie. Please come pick up the son immediately. <laughs> <And> so- <laughs> yes. Called his bluff. <laughs> he called the bluff, and I'm like, "All right, that's pretty funny." Not gonna lie, that's hilarious. No, that's that's so great. Yeah, but I mean, I just feel bad for this kid that's caught in this messy divorce. Honestly, I mean, the end of at the end of the day, like the kid is the real loser in this situation. So oh, truly, nice. yeah. Damn. All right. <sighs> well, my last one goes a little something like this: Zoo date accidentally unmatched tender um and then it has hi c and then just like a bunch of asterisks so i think it probably is supposed to spell out courtney or something but the name is like blurred out for some reason i don't know why they wrote it that way so i'm gonna say courtney for all intents and purposes hi courtney i'm not sure what happened but i was really looking forward to our zoo date today hope you can still make it i'll be there at the time place we discussed email me through here if you're still up for it and i'm just like 
oh honey like Courtney unmatched you or blocked you or whatever that's why she's gone and she's not showing up for your zoo date so you shouldn't go <laughs> like <laughs> I just like how are there still like men out there on dating apps who are like yo that's crazy we accidentally got unmatched somehow and now I can't find you like hit me up I know we had a good connection like I feel like we see that all the time and I'm like just like when will they learn like when will they accept this I actually did (sighs) that was like one of the few times that actually did happen to me um is on Bumble the lady literally just sent me like a nude photo of herself Damn. Then she just like disappeared. And I was like, that's confusing. Okay. Like, is, is that like her weird fetish? Like, dude, I don't know. Cause I like couldn't figure it out. I'm like, obviously things were going well enough for you to send me a nude. And then you just like <laughs> block me. <laughs> like, that's what? So weird. Right. Like, I don't... Do you think she sent it to the wrong person or something? No, because this conversation leading up to it was about her sitting me a nude picture okay so, oh, okay like, so it was disgusting yeah, it wasn't like, just like out of the blue because nah, i could nope. see you accidentally sending it to like the wrong chat or something and being like oh jesus and just like blocking them but like that's wild right maybe that maybe she's like an exhibitionist like maybe that's her specific kink i don't know i think she then, was like, married just and then not- like the, the deed was done at that point she was like she was over it I mean, I think she was married, so maybe her husband did find her phone. Um, so that could have been it too. But Yo, maybe though. Like, I mean, damn. I yeah, I don't know. I I can't explain that one. I'm sorry. That's wild. No, because usually if they like unmatch, like usually like there's a conversation that leads to it, or I said something stupid where I'm just like, yeah, I get it. That was the one time where I was like, I'm thoroughly confused yeah no that's weird i as as a girl i i can't explain that one well are you ready for some tinder bios and interactions you know this is my favorite time yeah i love this so much i'm really glad so, you started doing these these are these are gold i really need these back in my life since i'm not on apps like this really feels like a weird void in my life um, no yeah honestly like that's kind of one of the best parts of dating apps is just the weird people watching kind of aspect of mm-hmm. it. So yeah, I'm glad you're, you're you're doing the Lord's work out here. All right, currently pregnant, so don't know what else to tell you. Don't make it weird. Studies show that <laughs> you you truly oh my have. God. <laughs> you have to say don't make it weird in your dating map bio. <laughs> no, you truly don't know where this is about to go. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'll make it weird. <laughs> Studies show there's no average, a- there's no actual average penis size, but okay, but yes, <laughs> we've gone like a whole spectrum. I'm I'm still with you. Keep going. <laughs> but but I prefer nine and above. Let's make this easier for you boys swiping left. Just being honest at you. So yeah, that's it. That's her whole profile. She she wants a dude with a nine inch dick. Wow. I mean, that took some turns. Like I just this the the beginning of that didn't match up with the rest of it. Like no. <laughs> I'm so confused. Oh my god. 
I like that she's like studies show there's no average actual dick size. I'm like, uh, honey, there's an average actual anything. Like literally, that's that's what averages are. That's the rule of average. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, wow. I. God. Okay, so my next ones are wow. actually tender convos. Okay, great. So this dude had an amazing opener, which I like thoroughly respect because that's like the hardest part is like yeah. an actual conversation yeah. opener. Mm-hmm, true. He said, are you a toaster? Because I want to take a bath with you. <laughs> That's good. That would get me. <laughs> right? Like, I thought that was great. Um, it's sexual. I'm it's sold. funny. Like, it's I'm great. sold. Like, absolutely. <laughs> it works on so many levels. <laughs> so this girl was like, haha, nice one. And okay. he said, it would pre- be pretty electrifying. Sparks would be flying for sure. And she said, you could say there's a spark between us. He said, yeah, I definitely sense a dot, dot, dot connection. And then she says, I have a socket you could plug into. Wow. Yeah. Bold. It, 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 it happened. Okay. So then he tried this wonderful line again. He said, are you a toaster? Because I'd like to take a bath with you. And okay. she responds, that's how my dad died. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, he, he actually came out. He came back with one, which I don't, I don't think he should have, but he did. So here we go. Oh, no, I'm scared. He wanted to take me out the same way. <laughs> and she said, she Jesus said, what Christ, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah! <laughs> For real though. My God. Oh man. Oof. Too far, yeah. man. Too far. All right. Wow. Wow. Okay. I got one last one. It's truly like one of my favorite tender like conversations I've ever seen. It's a horny dude. And like, she is like 10 out of 10 on deflecting this. It's great. Okay. I'm ready. He goes, do you like a BBC? She says, do you mean beautiful British Columbia? Sadly, I've never been. No, I mean something else. She says, the BBC has some great shows. The IT crowd <laughs> and Peaky Blinders are great. Yes. And he goes, no, not that BBC. You will get it, I'm sure. And she says, if you mean bald by choice, I'm not really into bald guys, but I guess you could pull it off. Oh my God. Oh, it's so bald great. Bald by choice. <laughs> he says, you're very smart, I see. You know a lot. Of course, I sit on my big black couch and study every day. Oh my God. He, he says, I like you, ha, ha, ha. And she says, and sometimes I wear my big black Crocs to the library. <laughs> oh my God, it just keeps going. And then finally he joins in on it. He goes, I guess you could dr- you drive a big black car, I guess. And she goes, nah, it got stolen by a British born Christian. <laughs> so good oh my god (laughs) oh man i want to marry her that's like some great like born christian wow (laughs) bald by choice i don't know all those were great i'm like i I love it god that's that's insane (laughs) (laughs) beautiful truly beautiful truly was it just made me so happy damn all right well i guess that was all of our stories then um Let's take a little breather, and when we come back, we'll get into, uh, I don't know. I don't know what we'll get into. We'll get into some stuff. We'll get into something. We'll do something. (laughs) Yeah, we'll be back. (laughs) 
Hey guys, are you looking to get crunk without taking in too many calories? Well, we're recommending shitty generic beer company's rock hard seltzer. They're jumping on the trend wagon and doing a pumpkin spice flavored seltzer. It'll taste like wood chips, but you get to be a drunk chuggy bitch. This will make their tepid light beer taste like an IPA. Use offer code NOTSOCASUAL and you'll get a case of their new cranberry and gingerbread flavored seltzer for even more fall flavor. Generic beer. We make everything cheap and dumb. And we're back. And for our first topic up, we actually have a anonymous listener question that um, has been posed and we're going to talk about it because I think it's it could be relevant to a lot of people's lives. It could be helpful because I feel like everyone's experienced this at least once. I know I have. So the topic is what do you do when you really like fully do not approve of a friend's significant other? And like, how do you handle it if you handle it at all? Just yeah. That's, <laughs> I don't think you can really do a whole lot too. Cause like that's, that's the, that's like the worst thing is like, um, cause I've done it myself too, where like I dated someone like all my friends like hated and like <laughs> until like you realize you, a it. A few of them actually. <laughs> There was one specific in college where it was just like literally everyone like yeah it yeah. was like the whole world was like please stop we don't like her yeah yeah for real no uh, but it's such a messy situation because like you like there's no like there it's not going to end well for you like no one's ever going to be like wow thank you so much I hadn't looked at it that way and like be mm-hmm. like you're a great friend like no it's never going to happen So it's like, I guess you have to weigh the pros and cons of like, if this, if they end up, if my friend that I, that I like ends up with this person, how devastating is it going to be to their life, to our friendship, to everyone around them? Like, I mean, like you have to, I guess, weigh like the worst possible outcome like, I do think that there are certain situations where you do have to speak up. Like, if they're, like, abusive in some way or whatever, yeah. like, you have to speak up. Like, yeah, you may just have to risk that, like, that person's going to hate you and, like, not listen to your advice or whatever. But, like, at least, like, morally on your own conscience, like, you tried, you know? Um, but, like, I don't know. It, like, less than that where it's, like, a very obvious, like, get the fuck out of their situation. Like, it's more... I don't know it's just more nuanced of like okay but like how bad is bad enough that like I have to speak my truth on this you know I don't yeah, know like, I think it's a range of just like I don't like how she eats peas is like the range over here of just like I have a very very tiny complaint that ultimately does not matter at all but whatever yeah. I'm sticking to it to like abusive that whole thing where it's like all right well that's some serious shit that like yeah may need to be spoken about yeah and I feel like most people's is somewhere in the middle of that yeah. range you know very few people are on either end of the spectrum being like I don't know how I should handle this like m- the two ends are pretty clear clear cut like how you should deal with it it's this middle ground of like mm, I really don't like them I don't think they're good for this person like but there's you know I guess it's hard because you have to be like is there specific things I can point to that's like 
mm, I think this person's not good for you because of like X, Y, and Z, or is it because like, mm, I just get like an icky feeling about them. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know what the line is or where, I guess it's just dependent on the situation and like your own personal, like, what am I okay with? Like just sitting around and watching and like letting happen versus like, I have to step in. Um, I don't know. Yeah. And I think the only way, like, if you are going to like actually have that conversation, the only way to do it is just like to be fairly calm about it. Yeah. Cause I had a friend who like did it, but like messed up because like they went like too emotional charged mm-hmm. into yeah. it. So that yeah. just, like, made them look bad. Yeah. Just, like contributing anything to the problem. Yeah. You have to be, I think super like just kind of like cut and dry, like, look, like, here's the things that I'm seeing. Here's how I feel about it. I'm worried, you know, I, I'm saying this because I care about you and then just like get out of there and be like, do what you want with this, you know, but like, yeah, you got to be like full yeah. Mr. Spock logical. Like I saw this, yeah. this, and this, yeah. I don't think it's good. I think that's a big one is you. you have to provide like supporting evidence and like specific examples in this mm-hmm. case. Like, I don't think you can just be like, this person's bad for you or like, I get a bad feeling about them because then they're going to be like, oh my God, like, you don't even know what you're talking about. Like, you're so jealous or like, they'll come up with like some excuse of like, oh no, it's just you. Like, so you have to give like specific stuff. Like now here's another scenario. What if it's like you and like everyone else? Like, what if like everyone's in agreement, like you're in a friend group or something per se. And like, multiple people like you've spoken with other people about the topic and like multiple people are all like yeah this person's bad news for our friend or whatever but so then like do you go in on it together because then it's like an attack and then they feel like they're like I feel like that automatically puts them on the defense but at the time if like multiple people are saying it then there is there's also more like validity to it you know like I don't know yeah, I just pictured it's always sunny when it's like intervention, intervention. They just like literally like roast each other. There's literally like no point to any of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but it's like, does that make it better or worse? It's like on one hand, yes, you've got multiple sources all agreeing saying, yes, this is bad. But on the other hand, like, I feel like that would like set the person up to feel like they're being attacked. And they're like, oh my God, all my friends hate me. They don't understand, blah, blah, blah. Like they're just ganging up on me. Like, yeah so god I don't know it's so messy because I've literally like I've been in this situation and I've expressed like how I have felt about a certain significant other to like other people in a friend group and it kind of expressed my specific concerns and like other people have agreed with me but then ultimately like none of us have like done anything about it. It's like, we all just kind of like, know, and it's, ugh, it's, it's dicey. Cause it's like, what are you going to do? Like, just like ruin your friendship with this person. Like, I don't know. I, and I guess these weren't situations where it was like so bad that I was like, I actually like, like on my own conscience, like need to speak up about this. It was more just kind of like, I can see this going really badly down the line but like I can't really do anything to stop it now so yeah it's a mess yeah I I think the toughest one I had to navigate was like basically my this girl took my roommate's virginity and he was like drunk and like she really really wanted to get with him and he wasn't that into her oh no 
that he like felt bad and decided to like date her oh god yeah i don't like that and all of us were like we don't really think you should be doing this and he's like but i feel bad and i was like but like you were drunk like dude that's awful yeah so did did you guys have an intervention and be like dude like you can't do this like no we actually like voiced like we were like we don't think you should be doing this like a bunch of us said that to him okay good but like he did not listen and ultimately like it ended badly because like you it's I mean I'm not saying there's anything wrong like a hookup on the first date or anything like that but like literally like convincing someone to sex like have sex with you like by getting them drunk like when they don't normally want to is not a good start to a relationship yeah no absolutely not not a good plan um yeah but I don't know I just it's such a such a rough scenario because like there are no winners really (laughs) like (laughs) basically just have to decide like am I okay with like all the possible outcomes of this either way (laughs) (laughs) but then I feel it's bad because like if you don't say something and like you're around that person all the time like you have this like nagging thing of like oh my god I want to like say it so bad like oh yeah no I know and it's just like things that you can just see how things are going to go down the road like I feel like I just feel like I'm generally a pretty good predictor of people and I can usually kind of suss out like how things are going to play out like in the long term with certain people and it's just like sometimes you just see those ones where you just see it all flash before your eyes and you just still have to like let it happen you're just like okay godspeed like you know (laughs) oh man it's yeah damn well I mean I guess we didn't really come up with any good answers but I I mean I think just no I think I think just being logical is like the only way to go about it because like they can't be mad at you if you're not like super emotional I feel like yeah and make it very logical make it clear that you're doing this because you care about that person yeah and come prepared with like exhibit a b and c you know like come with specific talking points and I guess like when you're deciding if you're going to intervene at all just look at both sides of it and be like okay is this worth like losing this friendship over like is the is the possible negative impact on my friend's life from this person more than the discomfort of me losing that friend? That's what you have to balance. Yeah, because I think the biggest problem is like for the other person like in the relationship, it either like you insert an idea that like it may not happen immediately, but it like may work its way to happening over time. Mm-hmm. Or two, the problem with being really emotional is like, then they will get defensive and the more defensive they get, the like bigger, like it builds up of like, no, this is good. And they like have to keep convincing themselves like, no, this is a good relationship. So like, you don't want it to go to that route too. And if they have like external enemies, it's more fun to have external enemies than it is to actually like deal with the problems in the relationship yeah this can absolutely backfire and you can end up pushing them closer to the shitty person because they'll be like i'm being attacked blah 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 like they don't Mm -hmm. understand our love it's just you and me like yeah it goes real joker harley quinn like real fast like (laughs) oh man yeah so that's our that's our not very good advice on the topic There is no great advice, honestly. There's no no winners. Yeah, truly no Mm -hmm. winners. Um, But sometimes it has to be done. 
Oh man. Um, well, yeah. So it, listeners, if you have other questions, um, or need, need terrible life advice, you know, send it our way. We're here to help <laughs> from two people you absolutely should not listen to. <laughs> oh, I have a good transition to our next topic though. though. Oh, fantastic. Uh, speaking of unqualified advice, um, follow friend of the pod, Anna Ferris. <laughs> oh, love her. Yeah. Ah, wow, see, God. I did that. <laughs> hey, great transition. That was amazing. Yeah, yeah. So she, she is known for giving unqualified advice and we love her for it. Um, my next topic deals with one shithead, Chris Pratt. Um, if you've been on the internet this week, you've probably seen that he made some rather sleazy comments. Um, it kind of got blown out of proportion, but I want to talk about the kind of the, the multiple aspects of what he said. So I'll just read the post. Um, because you know it's a public post he put it out there (laughs) so like his baby was born I think it's important in this context that you hear like the direct quote from him to understand like the the uh you know the context um so yeah so Chris Pratt this week on Instagram posted a picture of him and his uh current wife um what's her face Schwarzenegger um daughter Schwarzenegger Kathleen Catherine Catherine, with a K. I, Ka- Catherine I think I don't know yeah, daughter Catherine. Schwarzenegger he's married to her currently um post a picture of him looking at the camera her just aggressively smiling at him not looking at the camera which first of all is creepy um so that's a picture and then here's the caption guys for real look how she's looking at me I mean find you somebody that looks at you like that you know we met in church She's given me an amazing life, a gorgeous, healthy daughter. She chews so loudly that sometimes I put in my earbuds to drown it out, but that's love. She helps me with everything. In return, periodically, I open a jar of pickles. That's the trade. My, her heart is pure and it belongs to me. My greatest treasure right next to my Ken Griffey Jr. upper deck rookie card, which if you know, you know is saying a lot. It's her birthday in about six weeks. So if I don't get her anything, I'll tell her to look back on this post. Love you, honey. Heart, heart. So initial thoughts from you, because I have, I have a lot to unpack here, but what are your initial thoughts about this post? I think people take the wrong part of it. Uh, the healthy, like attractive daughter, gorgeous, I think, healthy, gorgeous, gorgeous daughter. healthy daughter. Yeah. So yeah, if you've been following the internet discourse on this, most people called out that specific line and were like, you fucking dick, which is true. That is shitty of him. But I almost think that was more poor wording on his part. Than I do too, else. just because like, I don't know, like people say that about their new babies. They always um, say like, oh, it's a gorgeous, healthy baby, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think the weight reason the internet took off with it is like, because his and Anna Ferris's like first child like had some like was premature burn, born had some vision issues had some like issues walking initially he so may have ongoing he may have ongoing medical issues as well from that like throughout his life so like he is I think you would classify as like in the special needs category um and he has to like wear little glasses and stuff so um and they've been very, they've both been very open about kind of the struggles that they've had with that when he was born and everything. So that's very, out in the open. Everyone knows it, but people really attacked him for this, for basically being like, oh, this wife gave me a healthy kid or whatever, yeah. which, which is a dick move for sure. Like not disputing that that is not 
bad, but people really jumped on that one line. I just feel like there's so much more that needs to be unpacked in this though. <laughs> like, honestly. I think that's my ultimate problem. Everything on Chris Pratt is people like took that one line and like, he's the worst. I'm like, no, literally there's, like, look at, look at anything else. There's like, so much to yeah. critique with Chris Pratt. Like there's so much. Like the, the whole message of this is just saying like, look at this, you know, completely devoted, just blind faith, like, religious wife that I found who worships me and that's her whole job in life and I do nothing for her and she just worships at my altar and it's amazing find someone like this basically is what he's saying like it's just so misogynistic and patriarchal and like weird like neo-religious bullshit like like his this this like second thing he says is like we met at church like it's just like so aggressive and also he's basically just saying like I'm gonna forget her birthday and do nothing about it and I'm just gonna tell her to look at this post about how much she worships me yeah and that's good enough like the whole post is just so sleazy I'm just like ew ew like it did remind me um whenever he was with Anna Ferris. he had some like interview where he was just like yeah when she's like finished up like with mom and like basically like her career we're gonna like move away like into the woods and shit like that yeah. and it's like i feel like he wanted anna to like be that like complacent stay oh, absolutely home. this is all making such a clear point yeah that this wife is the opposite of his first wife Anna ferris and it's amazing like that's that's the clear message overall and it, the the have the giving him a healthy child thing wraps up in that like it's all part of this bigger picture of like okay now i found this great wife who does exactly what i want blah 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 who's everything i've dreamed of and just like worships me and like doesn't have a career of her own and all of this stuff like it's oh it's just so gross so i can absolutely see why people are just like rooting for Anna ferris this week and are like oh i can't believe she has to co-parent with this like shithead um but i think it's so much more than just the shitty comments about a healthy baby like it's... actually i think his apology post is somehow worse than that actual post oh my god i haven't read the apology post what the apology post is like yo trying to get rid of all the haters so i'm gonna put on my christian music and think about my relationship with god because i don't need anybody else oh my god that's such a like perfect chris pratt response to this yeah it was wow. really douchey i was just like okay like you literally are like not getting you don't have to say you're totally wrong but just be like yo i see your point or something like that just like nah i'm gonna drown out the haters with my christian like, he rock. like if he actually cared he should if he was actually going to make a sincere apology he should have just been like i'm sorry like my phrasing was poor like i misspoke basically you know like because you could easily play that off of like, I love both my children, blah, 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 or something. Yeah. You know? Like, oh, it's but, like, no, I love my son. Like, that's all you, that's all he literally had to say is like, put a tweet out, just like, I was talking about my daughter, still love my son. Like, he yeah. could post a yeah. little cute picture of him with his son. That's literally it. Like, that yeah. And then people be like, oh, okay. Yeah. No, I know. But he like doubled down. Like, I just, oh, God, he's so creepy. I can't. Damn. Um, so that's the, that's the Chris Pratt scumminess for this week. Um, my next topic is, um, <laughs> it's just everything. It's, it's beautiful to me. Uh, the, everyone is obsessed with this video of Jeff Bezos' girlfriend absolutely just like throwing herself at Leonardo DiCaprio. Yes. At an event. 
and it's just it's perfect it's so good like she's ready to risk it all like she is like full-on like leaning in for anyone who hasn't seen this video like go watch it immediately it's just like a little 10 second clip but it's it's all you need in life it's just Jeff Bezos girlfriend and she's just like leaning into Leo like looking up at him like full-on googly eyes like I have never seen I don't think a woman who like neck turned like night like almost like a like like a full 90 degree tilt backwards yeah Yeah. (laughs) it's like all the way up and then like her boobs are like so far out like she's just literally like (laughs) boobs out neck up like oh my god oh my god it is it's everything it's so good like And he's just like literally standing there watching this like, honey, do you want some like ham? Like, can I get you some ham? I know, Jeff Bezos is just there like, he he, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> How's my alive girl doing? Oh my God. <laughs> I can't deal with the fact that this is a live girl. Like, that this is actually yeah. going strong. Like, that's the other thing I can't deal with. I'm like, wow, they survived that. Like, they survived people publicly knowing and reading those texts. They stay also, together. Like, Insane to me. Unreal. She's weirdly interesting in that, like, she like almost like kind of looks like Mackenzie, but she's like a large boob, large hair version of she's her. like the sex doll version of yeah. Mackenzie. Like full on. Yeah. She's no, like true. a weird like weird sciencey sex doll creation. And it's like really disturbing to the point where like. And it's also weird too because like it's like Jeff Bezos designed her. Like he's like, okay, take my wife, but give her bigger boobs, give her a facelift, and then like turn her into this. Like it, it's so it's creepy. Yeah. And I like with the Leo, it's like her programming was like, oh, hot man, I cannot resist. Hot rich man, hello. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> God, but here's the thing, like she's willing to risk it all and honestly like I don't I don't know if that's wise I mean she's like it's Leo he's Leo he's certainly got money like Mm -hmm. you won't be starving girl you'll be fine but at the same time I mean Jeff Bezos Amazon fortune like you ready to throw that all that away girl I don't know also is she under 25 because I don't think she is no, so Le- she's not even Leo's type, is the no, thing. So, girl, not. save your energy. Like, if you're gonna throw yourself at someone, like, I, I mean, try Elon. Maybe he's more in your league. I don't know. Like, he is single now. He's single. Womp womp. Sad about that breakup, honestly. That one got me. Yeah, they were weirdly so weird that I they thought they were so it would bizarrely work. entertaining. Yeah, I'm actually sad about their breakup. Um, but yeah, I mean, so that that happened, and then. I don't know if you saw, but Jeff Bezos got in on the joke and it was deeply uncomfortable for everyone involved. Oh no, I, I don't, I don't even, I don't even need to know. Like I, I, I he doesn't, he, he can't make jokes. No. He tried to get in on it. Um, yeah. Jeff Bezos reacts to girlfriend, Lauren Sanchez swooning over Leonardo DiCaprio. Um, he posts, he put this post, he like tweeted it, I think. <laughs> and it's a sign of him like, in the jungle somewhere there's like a sign and it says danger steep cliff fatal drop and the caption he says leo come over here i want to show you something dot 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 and tags leo lord like what the fuck (laughs) also dude i saw the clip you were like super beta male on that like clip like it didn't work yes it is 
it's wild. Like, I feel like he's trying to be like, oh, haha, good joke, guys. I'm in on it. Like, we're all having a good laugh. But it's like, no, Jeff, Leo's going to steal your girl and you're going to say yeah. thank you. Like, you're not in on the joke. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. So apparently she is 51, no hate, but she's literally like double the age that Leo goes Yo, for. that's no, that, that's two of Leo's girlfriends. Can't deal with that. <laughs> oh, man um yeah so that's where we're at with um just uncomfortable things in the world of jeff bezos today <laughs> i feel like that could be an easy weekly uh segment I, really that could be a weekly segment quite honestly there's plenty to, to unpack no i don't need that in my life but you could do it if you needed to um i mean just like a segment where we just discuss cringy things that like billionaires are doing could be like a whole podcast on its own like i mean between zuckerberg musk and like bezos like we've got all the content we need but, really true um that does you know lead me just with with her insane thirst for leo i think that leads us really nicely right into thirst corner say so ready to get into it yeah hold on i have a weird connection i'm about to make i like a weird connection no hold on this is a weird rabbit hole i just got into and now i gotta like figure it out okay okay yeah here we go okay uh jeff bezos's girlfriend lauren sanchez yes she was in fight club what yes as who as lauren sanchez she was there's a clip like where they're like there's tv in the background and she was like a channel four reporter and so like she just happened to be on so she's in the movie fight club for all eternity that's wild that's so funny yeah i actually forgot she's like a what is she like a news anchor like reporter yeah that was her like that was her job so that was yeah, her job she... before like being like jeff bezos trophy girlfriend Right, no, I saw that online where they're like connecting her to the movie Fight Club and I was like, this makes zero sense. I was like, I got to look into this. So yeah, that was a weird rabbit hole I just got into. That's fascinating. Truly wow. it was. Okay, forever immortalized. Beautiful. I mean, I'd be happy with it if I was her. Oh my God, if I could claim to be in Fight Club, yeah, absolutely. If that's the dream. I don't think, I don't, when did that movie come out? I was going to say I wasn't born yet, but I don't think that's true. I think no, it's it 99, very tiny. so we were both like Oh, eight. okay, cool get some eight-year-olds in fight club <laughs> we have a little like our own battle <laughs> yes we're just on the side like like slapping each other <laughs> all right we can go into thirst quarter now i'm sorry i just like really that was a weird rabbit hole no, I that just was an extremely relevant uh, yeah. rabbit hole thank you for that <laughs> Anyway, um, you got our list. Oh fuck, no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, it's all you, buddy. <laughs> no, just like, yeah, fuck. You're just like sitting there smiling. <laughs> nah, I was just like enjoying my weird rabbit hole that sorry, I like, this, got this, myself into. Look, so. this list isn't gonna Google itself, okay? No, I'm sorry. it's not. Oh dear God, <laughs> like we did not improve in terms of the random scale. Okay, let's get I feel weird. Like Okay, I feel like our first two say it all. Hulk Hogan and Dog the Bounty Hunter. Ooh. Oh my. Okay, we're off to a off to a rocky start. Here we go. Um Chinese Emperor-ish, whatever his name is. G Ping. 
I don't know what he is. I don't but... understand the political system of China, so I'm not even going to venture a guess on that. Yeah, one. leader him, man. Leader yeah, of guy. China. Okay, great. Pierce Brosnan's on this list, but I feel like he was Ooh. on the list last time. Or maybe I'm just imagining things. Maybe, but he's a daddy for sure. He's clearly like the number one. I don't have to read any other more. Like, no, I we don't have to he's... go any further. <laughs> <laughs> you, I mean, you can continue reading, I guess. But no, like the winner is chosen. We're done here. <laughs> uh, Tim Allen. Okay, I do like him though. I do like him, yes. I do like him. Uh, Cindy Lauper. I like her too. Oh, we got another one I like. Shaka Khan. Okay, nice, nice. So um, last week we, or a couple weeks back, I don't know if it was last week, we had Helen Zimmer, but we got another composer this week. We got Danny Elfman. Oh, I love Danny Elfman. Yeah. Oh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Do you know what he's made the most money off of? No, but it's something stupid. It is something stupid. He did the music for it, but it's not even the music that he makes money off of. But he did the opening sequence for The Simpsons. But it's like his voice when it's like The Simpsons. He makes really? money out of every single Simpsons episode because it's his voice just for on there. The Simpsons. Yeah, oh just say The God. Simpsons, right? Me? How can we get into some sort of like racket like that? Like right? that's what I'm looking for in life. Like just some that actually bullshit. came up in something else. Um, so the guy who plays Mr. Krabs, uh, it's gonna come to me in like just a second, but um, he was saying that he was in a competition for the same guy who does like the opening song to SpongeBob. Amazing. Um, he said that guy actually makes more money on SpongeBob than he does. Because he's technically in every single episode because he does the title sequence of Spongebob. Wild. Right? Damn. See that? Okay. This is what we need to get into. Like, yeah. how do we get into some voiceover work for like, I don't know, intros to TV shows? This is genius. It's money. Yeah. It's pure yeah. money. Damn. Okay. Please continue. All right. Weird little sidebar. Um, we got Michael Bolton. I love Michael Bolton. Love Mainly because of the Lonely Island. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <That's scary. Sarah. laughs> That's that's the main claim to fame for me. Yeah. Uh, Mandy Patkin. Uh, he was in uh, Princess Bride as Diego Montoya. Minds, though. Criminal Minds. Yes. He's got uh, what's that Showtime series? Um, Homeland. Yeah, he was on Homeland too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's cool. He's cool. There's also a really wholesome clip online where um, so he's being interviewed by I think like L.A. or something like that. Anyway, the news anchor has to leave in the middle of the interview because he's having a baby. And Mandy gets like real excited. Oh, he's cute. like, "Oh my god, you're having a baby! This is great!" Like he gets oh. so into it. It's really cute, that. honestly. He seems like a good dude. He actually he, does. he wasn't on Criminal Minds very long. I don't know if you watched, but he was only on like the first season, basically. Um, but people know him from Criminal Minds because he, it was one, it was the first season, and two, people just loved his character. Um, but like he I think he basically left the show because the the content was like too dark for him he was oh interesting me up like yeah so I think he's like just like a sweet person (laughs) like I think he was like I can't do this (laughs) that's funny that he went to like um what do you call it homeland Uh, homeland which is like fairly dark in itself Pretty dark but I mean I guess not like serial killer every week dark (laughs) yeah that's true okay who else we got? We got uh, Tony Shalhoub. Oh. I like him well, a lot. Yeah. Okay. 
uh, we got one who's like a weird MILF um, love of mine, Mary Streenbergen. Okay, who is that? <laughs> I know. I, I, I yeah, it, you can recognize her face, but like it's hard to like get like what her name is. So she was the mom from Step Brothers. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, I can picture. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. She's like an iconic like character actor. I feel she like is. she's got like some Margot Martindale potential. Yeah, she does. <laughs> like... <laughs> she's in a lot of random shit too. Yeah, she's one of those people. Like on one of my pods that I listen to, they call those that guy. Like it's mm-hmm. they have like a category of like award called the that guy award, where it's just like that actor who you see in everything. <laughs> like. <laughs> So this one, I'm actually surprised that she's not older. Uh, Frances Conroy from um, American Horror Story. Oh. I thought she was like 80. Honestly, like I thought she was a lot older. She's only 68? Yeah. Damn, I feel bad. Sorry. (laughs) Because she was in Six Feet Under and I thought she was like 60 when she was in like Six Feet Under. Yeah, which was like years, like 20 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Damn, that's rough. It is. I'm sorry. I guess she, um, she's just really leaning into her like old lady aesthetic. You know what? She's a great actress though. And like, it's working for her. She gets cast in a bunch of stuff. So like, maybe that's just her thing. Maybe that's her vibe. And she just no, really it's not in. like she's like ugly by any means. I just no, thought she she's looks like great. She's older. always like, very like high fashion and stuff. Yeah. But, like, yeah. Okay. Good for her. Uh, the last step, I guess we got uh, Louis Anderson. Did you ever see Baskets? Uh, no, I never watched it. Uh, it was pretty fun. Oh, shoot. I almost skipped one and I was going to be, I'd feel really bad. Alfred Molina. Our boy. Yeah. Our boy. Speaking of which, did you see the new poster for the new Spider-Man movie that's got the Doc Ock tentacles coming around? Oh, I'm so excited. Is that all that you noticed? Because there's a lot more well, to no, it. No, no. There's more to unpack there. We've got like green, green, what's his name? We've got We've green got, goblin. I saw Sandman vibes. There's sand, yes. I think we're getting the sand, man. You're, you're like, I think we're, we may yeah. get it. And I was yeah. like, I don't yeah. know. And yeah, that I'm got so confirmation. Yes, I think we're yeah. actually gonna get them. Uh, then I'm, Venom, Venom's yeah. gonna be in it too now. So yeah, I'm gonna have to go see this one. You know, I don't do that, but I'm gonna have to see this movie. There's literally so much. I don't think it doesn't sound like the actual other Spider-Man are gonna be in it though. I was hoping we'd get Toby and Andrew. Wait, they were hyping that up though, I thought. Was that not like confirmed? The internet thinks it's gonna happen. I don't oh. think it's gonna happen though. Okay. I Yeah. I don't know. Plus, every time they ask Andrew Garfield about it, he seems to like push away, like, please don't. And yeah, because like, I thought no one liked his movies. He's a good actor though. He is. I just didn't think he was right for Spider-Man. I kind of like him. But He's once like, again, I don't think, just to reiterate, I don't think that anyone is right for Spider-Man except for Tobey Maguire. Um, but, you know, but that's my hot take. The new guy works for, like, the MCU-verse type stuff, though. I get it. And, like, he's younger and he looks young, so I do think it, like, makes more sense, like, if you think about the story of Spider-Man being in, like, high school and shit. Like, I do think, like, his vibe works and being more having more of like a father-son kind of vibe with like mm-hmm. Spike, uh, Iron Man or whatever and stuff you know like I I get it it's just not for me right but I will go see this movie because nothing I love more than Doc Ock 
And you got Zendaya too. If you and I love her. I'll need watch some more to watch I, I would just I would literally watch her just like sleep. Like I she's fantastic. Like if they were like, we're gonna show a movie where it's just like Zendaya laying there for like two hours, I'd be like, fuck yeah, that sounds amazing. Let's go. Let's do it. Yeah, she's fantastic. Damn. Well, um, I guess that transitioned us right into um you know, other thirsts because Zendaya is always a thirst. Um, have you brought an individual thirst for this week? Oh, uh, I thought I had Mary. Um, and that's, I, had I mean, the that's a good player. one. No, yeah, that's like, good. I feel like I had a bunch of just like random stuff this week. I feel like there's another one that I might. You think already of. brought the soccer player, so technically you've done your job. <laughs> oh, there is a random one that I didn't want to talk about, so I'm glad <clears throat> I had to roll a deck in my mind what I did this week. <laughs> so. We're in that weird period of like Halloween to Thanksgiving. Yep. It's like a weird holiday month because they try to like bring Christmas into it, but it's not like Christmas yet. No, even it's like, like, like pre-Christmas. People get too into it though. Yeah, I was at Target and people like just really... skip right over mm-hmm. Thanksgiving. It really depressed me. There was this child who went to his mother and he had this like record, like actual vinyl record. And it was Mariah Carey's Christmas. He's like, mom, I want it. And she was like, do you really need it? And I thought she was saying like, don't get it. And he's like, I guess not. She's like, no, no, no. It's a classic. We're going to get it. And I was like, you need to listen to that song more? Why? No, don't. Like you're going to hear it you enough. getting just enough like raw exposure this time of year? Like you really need to like mainline it in your own home too? No, you Damn. don't. That's like you're going to hear it like 500 times just like out and about in the world. It's too far. I'm not ready. Well, anyway, back to my thirst is, um, so we we're trying to find a movie to watch and, um, I joked with my girlfriend, like, we should watch a Christmas movie because, like, she's not about that right now. No, yeah. I'm not either. <clears throat> so on Netflix, we, I saw on there that there's uh, Adam's Family Values. Okay, yeah. And I was like, wow, that's the perfect Halloween to Christmas, Halloween to Thanksgiving movie. Great transition. I was like, because it's, yeah. like, creepy, but also you got some, like, Thanksgiving in there, too. My God, is that movie so fucking funny. I haven't seen it in forever. I should do a Dude. I can't believe like they let children watch it. It is like so I like, like dark. not kids movies is the thing. No. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, they're dark. Like literally the like and it's funny because like every joke like almost hits. Like and there's just like joke after joke after joke. Like throughout the whole movie, I was like, damn, they're not letting up. My favorite yeah. is like they're uh Morticia's uh taking uh the daughter Wednesday to summer camp. And she's like, you know, she's going through that very special time in a girl's life. And uh the lady's like, oh, you're interested in boys? And she's like, no, I'm interested in homicide. And I was like, yes. yes. <laughs> that one, that there's like a little, like a screenshot of that with like that caption that gets shared like on all these Instagram accounts I follow like all the time. It's a classic, it's so good. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just loved uh, Gomez and Mortician, that movie are like Goals. very heartwarming. Yeah. They're so perfect. They're like- so happily married it's like very heartwarming i like it so like that's a weird couple's thirst just because they're so happy i mean they're literally couples goals yeah Mm -hmm. um like i think uh yasha when she was on she brought them up right it's like her one of her thirsts because she was like they're just goals yeah they are so true damn well that's a good one um mine for this week comes because uh saturday night we went to see um nick kroll live oh nice and it was amazing he is so good live it was so fun and he's just like an eternal thirst 
Like, and I just want to comment how many really thirsty girls there were in the audience just screaming, like, you're sexy. We love you. Like to him, it was hilarious. Like, <laughs> but I love that because he's like such an unconventional thirst, but I feel like he's still like so attractive, like just in a really not normal way, you know? He really is. Like, he's just fantastic. Um, but yeah, he was so good live. So fun. Um, he was doing, he would do these voices when he was like telling stories and you could, you could hear the big mouth characters come out in the voices. Like he, he wasn't playing those characters, he, but he just has these voices that he does when he's like telling stories and like, you could identify like, yeah, that one's the hormone monster. Like, yeah, this one's like Tammy or whatever, you know, like you could just hear like the different voices come out and it was really fun to see live. So yeah um if you ever get a chance to see him live like absolutely do it it was it was a great show i should um, there's more like comedy people i noticed who like come to kansas city obviously so i'll have to check it out if he comes this way yeah this was just like a little he was kind of just like a mini like southern california tour because he's in la so he just did like yeah. some la shows and like some san diego shows i think but um yeah it was it was very good it was wow oh the other one i was going to mention on adam's family um joan cusack is in it and usually, like, I've seen her because, like, I guess, like, our, the time we grew up in, she's played, like, kind of older roles. Yeah, yeah. Her whole persona in that movie is just, like, boobs. And, like, she's, like, going, like, straight boobs that whole movie. And she's, Love like, that. crazy lady with boobs. And, like, that's, like, her whole character. And honestly, I was, like, I'm weirdly down. I didn't know I'd be down for it, but I totally was. <laughs> didn't know I'd be into that, but thanks. <laughs> yeah, I was, like, okay, okay. Good job, uh, Joan Cusack. I I'm into it love it <laughs> all right well any uh any random chatter no i've hit the like limits of my brain i think um, all right yeah i don't think i have really much else what about you yeah no my brain is like fried like it has just it has been a time around here <laughs> all right well listeners get ready for 69 next week hell yeah listen in it's gonna be big <laughs> and juicy <laughs> stop that <laughs> <laughs> oh god peace and blessings y'all <laughs> <laughs>